is going on, all y'all listeners? Have we developed a name for the our... Wi-Fi's? Like Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi. It's it's Wi-Fi. It's really it's not filers. Oh, you like filers better? I don't give a shit what I like. Why whatever can't we you decide? like. You whatever know? I like. No, the audience. The audience. What's up, guys? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I am a little envious. I think our name of our the show is fine, but it really it it there's it it doesn't have an obvious yeah uh, like a fan name fan name yeah um uh yeah even uh, help I suck at dating Jerry was telling me they call him like the, the something suckers it's pretty I forgot what it was it's but it's cute. pretty cl- it's Aww. it's uh it's clever I Darn mean, it. yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do Valentine's Day. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Looming. So excited. <laughs> uh, big plans? No. What are you going to do? I don't know. Last year, okay, I got pizza last year. It was the saddest thing because I went to this pizza place next to my house and the lobby of this pizza place was full of just sad looking people. They were really behind on the pizzas. They weren't expecting a huge rush. And we were all just like, we just want to go home and eat pizza. That makes a lot of sense. It makes why, a lot like of sense. Uh, the pizza, the pizza industry might pop. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm, maybe the ice cream industry might have a surge. Yeah. Uh, but you don't really want to go out and get it by yourself on Valentine's Day. That's not order in. Yeah. Order in. Yeah. Postmates. Postmates really through the roof. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I have no immediate plans. Uh oh. I, I doubt anything. Is anyone going to be upset that there are no immediate plans? I don't believe so. Okay. You got such a politician about this subject. <laughs> I don't believe so. To keep people guessing. This is where you got to, you know, if you got a side chick and a main chick. This is where you really have to do, figure it out. Yeah, because the side chick's going to know. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah. Or, or maybe more realistically, this is where if you have been hanging out with someone... And you just kind of been casually dating. Yeah. You either have to mm-hmm. shitter get it's, off the. Well, box. it's if it's a potential hor- like it's like when you're driving down the street and you see something down the road, and it's just like I have to do something. I either have to like swerve around it, hit it head on, jump. You, it's something you have. You can't just keep going at the same pace. Or something bad's gonna happen. You're comparing Valentine's Day to roadkill. <laughs> roadkill, yeah, I am. Uh, so yeah, if you are, if you have been dating someone, it's an opportunity for that someone to check in. Just check in. Uh, so you might have to come up with uh, something. It's a dumb holiday, right? Or do we like it? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna it's try a- to look at it as a way. I'm gonna spread love to people around me. You know what? Yeah, I, you know, be I, I like you know. Wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, single people should wish everyone Valentine, everyone they see, happy Valentine's Day. Be like the Cupid. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, why are you so excited? Well, because I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. Are you having a happy Valentine's Day? Yeah, just you know, just shout out some positive energy, and then go home and eat eat pizza. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Or you can get some essential oils. Ooh. You know, uh, 
treat yourself. You 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 could treat yourself because yeah, I don't think uh, guys don't want essential oils for Valentine's Day. I don't think. Why not? I mean, I hope they do. I'm just being. You, you don't have to get a guy anything for Valentine's Day. Do you? Just Is that how's that work? Just yourself, you know. Do do men expect? Uh, why am I asking you this question? In a relationship, did I ever want? I know. I guess I gotta say, I always felt like the burden Lingerie. was, pr- was yeah. pr- pretty much on me. Yeah. Like take her out for dinner, right. do something nice. Right. If she got me something, I guessed fine. But I don't. I, I don't remember being frustrated if I wasn't thought of. Right. I don't think that. It was like a way to like make sh- you know make sure I show you I still love you. Yeah, exactly. It's that check in holiday. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. great episode. Heather McDonald joins us. She's uh, fabulous. Host of Juicy Scoop and uh, funny comedian. Used to be um, on Chelsea lately. What, used to be on Chelsea lately. Used to write for Chelsea. Um, has a couple books out there. Yeah. Uh, she's always fun to talk to about life and, and pop culture. Uh, she is a loving mother and wife and, and very open about her life, both uh, as a comedian and as a mother. And, yeah, you don't and see that wife. many female comedians that are also like really big into family. So it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, and she, you know, she's obviously very progressive and very open, but also has a very conservative side to her. Yeah. And she, you know, you grew up very religious and, you know, talks about being Catholic and Catholic guilt. And, and she's still, I liked uh, that. She still, uh, has that life. You know, she still has a very traditional kind of, uh, family core. And so it's always fun to, to hear that balance from someone. So, uh, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Heather. I know I did. And, um, anything else, Rochelle? No, you got it. Uh, oh, by the way, I always forget to mention Rochelle's my producer on this show. I'm so censure. <laughs> um, don't forget to get us, send us five stars, guys. Obviously, send in your questions at asknickatcastmedia.com. Don't forget to subscribe. People are loving some of our merch out there. So if, if you want to check it out, uh, vilefiles.com. And uh, without further ado, Heather McDonald. Speaking of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, if you do decide, to give your guy a gift. Yep, this is the perfect one. Give him the gift of smooth balls. Manscaped. Uh, give him the gift of not bloody balls. Okay. I'm just saying, sometimes you're down there, you're trying to groom, and you want him to make sure that it's not so foresty looking, and then he goes in, he tries to do it, and he comes back, is and it looks true? like a massacre. Blood? Has that happened to you? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I mean, listen, it's it's the thinnest part. Uh, I'm a, I mean, not, I don't know much about women's anatomy, but as a guy, it's the thinnest skin that you have. Yeah. Literally. And then when you put like metal objects that are moving at incredible speeds down there. Yeah. And it's awkwardly shaped. Okay, let's. Okay. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It's the perfect gift. It comes with a lot of stuff. Perfect package for his perfect package, if you know what I mean. He will really appreciate it. So help him out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code V-I-A-L-L. Stay sexy this Valentine's Day and Manscaped. Noom. Shavings make a pile. Don't have to do it all in one day, my friends. We know this. Obviously, everyone's trying to lead healthier, 
uh, lifestyles, uh, people are trying to get in shape, and your diet is such a big part of that. Yeah. So we use Noom. What's your goal for the year? Do you have one, a health goal? Uh, my goal, especially as I you know, get older, is to really just maintain. Yeah. I which, mean, you know, for it's you? Harder, it's yeah. harder to do in, yeah. in life. Our, our schedules get busier. Our responsibilities accumulate. We find less and less in time for ourselves. And with that, not only do we find less time to work out, but it, like, it's easier to cheat on your diet. And by diet, I mean just what you eat. Like, that's why they call it fast food because it's convenient, it's there, and it's, it's hard to stay yeah. away from. But Noom does a great job of giving you ideas and suggestions on how to stay the course. So and my goal, I want to stop eating so bad like when I'm stressed or when I'm busy. So because I'm going on to my new map, I'm logging what I'm eating, then I can be cognizant about it and then make different choices next time. It's all psychological. Yeah, well, they're great and they make it very easy for you uh, to get assistant with uh, some uh, dietary habits. Super easy, yeah. Uh, you don't have to change it all in one day. As we know, small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash V-I-A. LL. What do you have to lose? Well, visit noom.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. How you doing, Heather? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Heather, Heather McDonald, everybody. You better, like, you know, share, give me some Instagram love. I drove an hour in traffic for you. What do you mean? I mean, you know, when I do a show with someone of your Instagram caliber, I would like to be tagged. I don't want just a swipe up. I'd like an actual square. Is that something that you're willing to do? So wait, I... I like have, on the real page. I have to post a picture with you for coming on my podcast? I think that's a fair thing to do for someone of my caliber. I feel like it's the other way around. Oh, I'll definitely post. Okay. I will definitely post. Remember... Is that why you're here? No, I mean, I like you and I know you have a good <laughs> podcast, but, you know, and I'm like, oh, that'll be fun. I'm free. I'm not going out of town this weekend. So I, you know, I wanted to come and I love this view. And then you wanted a, you wanted dedicated. Photo. I would like, <clears throat> I'd like some Instagram love from the experience. And I'm just going to start saying it up front and not be, you know, not be shy about not it. Not be shy about it. No. Um, you will definitely get some Instagram love. Okay, thank you. I can't promise you you'll get all the love that you want. All right. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't, yeah, it really see how the day's going. Depends on the content or we put together. If you don't have a great outfit, you don't have a pea coat you want to show off, and you just are like, I got to throw up something. You look very nice today. I look thank you. kind of like I just decided to put on what I wore yesterday, which is partly true. No. It's, it's a clean t-shirt. It's a clean t-shirt. Tennis shoes are cute. Yeah, it's you it's, look good. It's fine. Yeah, when when I went on your podcast, uh, you made me. Uh, well, we did the toddler jump. The toddler, which jump. is a which I have trademarked. No, I haven't. Have you? But um, I've I've been calling it the toddler jump, which is when a bachelor, you know, stands still, and then the camera goes across the park, and then the girl has to run, jump, oh, and jump yes. on her man like a toddler would jump on a parent. 
And there is a, it, I, it's a bizarre it's amount really of funny. It, 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 and I, why it, does it happen, Nick? Why do they do that? Kelly did it in this episode. Yeah. The most yeah. recent episode. It, it, hap- it happens every season, numerous times with numerous people. I don't know why. It's weird. And then it's I've almost weird when, and then you'll see a girl that doesn't like she runs up and they just like embrace and you, and then they, they zoom on and Oh, she just yeah. tilted her toes a little. And then Twitter's just like, who's this ungrateful bitch? Why is you know? she <laughs> like, why is she excited around? to be yeah. here? Jesus. But so I made him do it. I made him Amazing. stand. And at first it was very scary because I hadn't done it. And fortune was that we're having fortune on, um, soon oh good but she was there i had never met fortune yeah. before and she's just like watching heather jump into my arms and heather made me do it it was amazing three or four times did fortune jump into your arms <laughs> i no, asked but her but she did not she did not want to we we were trying to debate who should jump into whose arms. yes and um but know. it's amazing and a lot of people now use it they're like heather they did the t- toddler jump and i just feel special i love it yeah have you written to Bachelor ABC about possibly, you know, getting cred? Um, well, Chris Harrison, your best friend, is um, at my country club now. So I did talk to him about this season a little bit before it started. And? Because it's in Westlake Village where Peter the pilot lives or is from. Um, I mean, he seems to enjoy me, but whatever, you know. Um, I I have been, I think I mentioned the toddler gem to him. He's like, oh, you're right. Um, I have a couple of fantasies that I've been secreting, you know, like that I would like to see happen in the franchise. One I think I've already talked to you about before. This is my favorite one. This is that a bachelorette will find she's pregnant. And because she'd have owned three guys within five days, she won't know whose baby she's carrying. Yeah, we've... We've talked about, and then I've told you this. This has been my... I've been putting it out in the universe, so it will happen if you believe in it. And then... (laughs) And then it won't be the baby when they finally come out and test it. It will not be the dude she chose. It'll be like second runner up. Yeah, that's that is the ultimate. You want like a Jerry Springer? Yes. Yeah. Then my other fantasy is that two girls will get in the house, you know, and they will have had a former lesbian relationship like a year back, Mm. and they are like, "Whoa, what are you doing here?" And then they're trapped with nothing to do and a little horny. So that's Wait, so they don't fall in love there. They were former, like a let, like just a tryst, maybe a threesome. Maybe they're both a little bi. And then they get to the house and they're like, wow, well, you look great. So do you. And then they like start to. They fall in love. They, I don't know. Well, that could happen. Yes. And then also, they also don't like. I mean, a lot of a lot of people go on the show aren't actually attract. You know, there's a lot of people who aren't attracted to each other, and they just pretend. Right. Exactly. You know, so that you you might not even know. Right, but I mean, that's kind of good with the two girls, though, because it happened in Vietnam where two girls fell in love while they were there in the Vietnam Bachelor. But I'm saying they have a history. That's that's my other. And then my third fantasy is that on The Bachelorette, two guys that come, like, and they've shown hints of this, really do, like, fall in love or or get together. And they, like, but they hate each other. They're like, fuck you, man. And then they're, like, fighting. And then the fighting turns into, like... Like a, ma- a hot makeup? Yeah. So I'm putting it out there. We can. I we think can, we need it for the new decade, honestly, to keep this show going. The show's doing very well. It's well, they I'm haven't really had to. to up it. They haven't had to jump the shark yet, but 
Uh, That's not jumping the shark. That's making it fucking great. I'm just saying. I, mean, I think it would be fantastic, but I, you know, to have that situation happen would be would be a challenge. Okay. In the casting space, don't you think? I'm not saying to cast it. I'm just put. I'm just saying I want it to occur. You want it to occur. Yes. Well, to do, yeah. I guess you'd have to have two guys who are bisexual I, or isn't gay. Everyone now, pretty much. You know? Who knows? I don't know. I don't. I don't speak to people's sexual orientation. Is just only gets you in trouble. Yeah. At least good. Good. It's at least very safe. At least white guys, straight white guys. Yeah, it's a hard time for your kind. Yeah. I know. I'm really feeling it. Um, how have you been otherwise? Everything's been great. You got your hit podcast, Juicy Scoop. Thank you. It's been uh, doing really great. I do it every Tuesday and Thursday. And then uh, special episodes Friday if you're Patreon. And um, and just doing a lot of stand-up and doing, doing great. All my shows sold out in January. So I hope that that'll be a trend throughout the 2020 and I have a special that I shot that we're shopping around right now. And hopefully someone will want it. If not, I'll be a Christian and share it with the world for free. Are you putting your Patreon? That's not free. True. No, you are it, shopping it around. I'll shop it around, but I'm just saying. Avenge, it, we'll see what happens. It's too good to keep from the eyes of the world. Okay. Yes. Well, then, uh, then someone will buy it. I think so. Yeah. There's, there's interest enough, so we'll see what happens. So on your Juicy Scoop podcast, you're always hoping for the Juicy Scoop. Right. Are, do we have any juice for me? To you know, give to you. Yeah. I mean, well, this, this may determine how you, if you end up on the, how much you end up on the Instagram. If I get just a sad, like, Insta story for 24 hours... Or if I get full blown coverage, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what what subjects are you looking I at? I don't really have. Um, you have an interesting life. I don't know. You're you're well connected in the Hollywood scene. Am I? Your I'm whole going, podcast is to get. The yeah, I'm going out. Scoop. I'm going out tonight um, with my girlfriends. What are you guys doing? We're going to Wally's. Have you been there in Santa Monica? Uh, what is it? No, I don't. I don't. It's think like I have. a really cool wine bar, and uh, you know what? It's maybe big. I think I it's kinda yes, big. it's kind of cool. I have been there, and I think it's a pretty good scene. It is a nice little scene. I'm a, f I'm like you know a few years older than the average girl that's hitting the Santa Monica scene, so I think it's like a little bit classier, like a little bit older. So I'm ready to have some fun. I mean, I'm married. I'm not looking to like find someone, but I'd like a scene that's like appeasing to my eye as a as a <laughs> happily married woman i don't know if it's happily <laughs> each day is different it's a roller coaster that's what makes it so fun isn't it yeah i met him he's a nice guy you know oh he's so, he's very charming and a delight yes uh, everybody that so meets him you yeah. have you are married yes maybe happy yeah. possibly not uh, you have your <laughs> you have your children. Yes, I do. I um, when great. you go out with your lady friends, yes. Now you're like you said, you're not necessarily looking to do anything inappropriate. But would you like to get hit on? Yes, absolutely. Like, do you want to get to the point where I could take them home? Like, how far do you go with the flirt before it's wrong? Oh, not too far. Not too far, you know. I mean, I always wear my ring. 
Okay, so which guy, apparently that's like now that's what that, people look for now. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah. Women, I that, look like don't women, don't take it off, lady. Women like, say it's it like an, women because, say they find it to be an aphrodisiac for other men. I guess, and I also think like younger guys like know like, hey, you know this chick if she's ready to cheat or whatever, she is not going to want to have my baby or she's too old to have my baby right. or. She's not going to want to get married. Is that? So I think it's like a nice down to fuck situation for uh, some people, not me. I'm not, a good no, Catholic no. girl. We, we know that Heather is, again, while, yes. while maybe not happily married, committed uh, married. <laughs> but you look one. good. I mean, Thank you could you. get it if you want. Absolutely. So a guy on. comes up to you and it's like, hey, hi, you look, what a, what a great you. green dress. And can I buy you a drink? Do you say yes? <sighs> Buy me a drink is then that makes me see. I the other thing is I have that weird like Catholic guilt where like I don't really want to waste this guy's time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's other cute girls. Like, what if you like flash the ring? Um, you know if it's like a guy that seems wealthy and he's like I got it or like I was out with my sister one night and we ordered the drinks and across the bar that then the guy brought the drinks and the guys like those guys got the drinks. And they were fine looking. So we went over and like talked to them for a while and they were married too. And it was just one of those things like they just wanted to have fun, you know, like just talk. It's, it was innocent enough. And, um, but like the other night when I was at this Wallace, which I haven't been in a few months, not like I go there every night, like I'm just like barfly, but I do kind of like it. It's, um, uh, this guy, not my type, not attractive. I was waiting for my friend. So I was a few minutes early and I was sitting at the bar and, uh, he was very aggressive, like, what do you do? And, you know, can I get your number? And I finally was like, I'm married. I'm not who you should be wasting your time with at all. So, you know, I'm just saying, but nice meeting you. And he's like, okay, great, thanks. And he just moved on. <laughs> but if he was, if he was Nick Vial, I may have talked Yeah, yeah what if he was Brad Pitt? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Brad. Brad Pitt. Oh, my God. Still looking amazing. Really, he really is. Do you think Brad Pitt and Jennifer are going to ever... No. 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 Well, I feel I feel I, we've talked about. I feel bad for him. What do you? Oh, well, because Hi. of because he's got the six kids of the mean ex wife. No, I don't. I well, big picture wise, I don't feel. You should feel bad. He I don't feel bad for Jennifer or or Brad. They're both have charmed lives, but mm-hmm. I do feel bad in the sense of like the pressure. I I like that he's finally joking about it, but yes. you know this whole idea. It's just like he can't even look at Jennifer Aniston without the world freaking out. And like, yeah. imagine if he's like just started to get into a relationship and he's trying to like move on from his, you know, well, his other, his, you know, all his past relationships. And, you know, he's meets this girl and she's, I don't know, maybe she's not Jennifer Aniston, right? right like yeah. she's not a A-list superstar. Maybe she's a young, who knows who the fuck she is. And she's right. nervous that she's already dating Brad Pitt. Or she's or she's a comedian who's or, at Wally's, yes, who's married right? anyway, but Brad sweeps her off her feet and she's like, hey, I'm no Jen Aniston, but I can do a Jen Aniston. So, so you you and Brad are you know in the yes, early the stages Wally's. of your relationship and okay. you're, you're a little insecure. You think he likes you. You're not sure. Right. But he's really nice. And then he goes to some award show and he just like kind of looks at Jennifer Aniston and the world freaks out and be like, oh, my God, I need you to date. You might feel a little insecure and you might, you know, it just might get exhausting after a while. I I don't think think what is fun about Brad and Jen is that they were we were so in love with their love when it began. And it's like 
many, many, many years ago, there was Liz Taylor and somebody else, but she married, they got married twice. Like they got divorced and got remarried. Mm. She was also married eight times, but, and I kind of feel like people are like, could this happen? Um, I don't think she would ever want to marry him again. I don't think she wants to try to ever be a stepmom to those kids while they're under 18. So what I'm secreting and predicting is that they will get together eventually in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. It'll never involve actual marriage. Um because I, I don't even think that she was actually legally married. Here's some juicy scoop from my head. I don't think she was actually married to Justin Thoreau. I think it was like a... Fa- I, think there's, I think there are people that are doing kind of like fake marriages where it's not totally legal. Like, hey, let's commit our love together. So let's we don't have, have to it. Get our but if it doesn't work out, like yeah. we don't have this big freaking lawyer mess, you know, who cares? And I don't I mean, know, because it seemed sense. to end so easily and cleanly... And they're still friendly, yet she wanted that, that somehow like stronger commitment with friends and celebrating their love with her and Justin. So I think, so maybe I think like in about five years, five years, in about five years, they'll really start hanging out together. And, you know, once his kids are all like almost all grown. No, 20 years. They're going to grow. They'll like when they're like. 80? Yeah. They'll well, like they wouldn't be, be 80. The old no. friends. 70s. They'll be old No, friends. I think I think still like she'll be in her mid-50s. He'll be a little over 60. His kids will all be like teenagers or older. And that's when they'll start like, it'll happen subtly. It'll be like, mm. I know this is crazy, but we're collaborating on a movie together. Remember they had the B, um, Plan B production company, which he got in the divorce. Something comes and they're like actually really passionate about it. It was someone that they knew story from when they were together. Like maybe someone's child had a weird disease that someone cured. And she's like, Brad, it's Jennifer. Do you remember my friend, Melissa? (laughs) Her son suffered from this rare disease and I cannot believe he fought it and he won. And there was a doctor in South Africa who made it happen. And, um, I think there's a story there. I think you could play the doctor. Good impression. I think, and then all of a sudden they start producing, you know, and they're like, wait, Jennifer, no one knows Melissa, the mother of this child, better than you. How about you play Melissa? So now they're working together on this film. What a creative And it is a, it is an Oscar winner. It is a feel good. It is based on a true story. They both win. And then they end up, they kind of end up together. They keep it on the DL. They're like, oh, stop, stop. But they end up just really having a nice time together. And then because it's second time around, Mm -hmm. she's like, hey, I'm not going to be the same chick when we were married during Friends. I'm not going to let you pick uncomfortable furniture. Okay? I don't like this fucking ugly chair. You're not an architect. Shut up. And he's like, all right. And she changes the dynamic because now she's in her 50s and doesn't give a fuck. And then, and he's like, I'm good with that. Let's just have a dry margarita, smoke a joint, and enjoy your $20 million mansion in Bel Air. <laughs> Would you rather have that yes. entire storyline happen? Yes. <laughs> or the bachelorette get knocked up by one of her guys? <sighs> God. 
It's got to be The Bachelorette being knocked up for one of her guys. Just because I it's put it out good. there. I've talked yeah, about it. There's evidence that I've predicted it. That's another thing what I love about the podcast. Because sometimes I would say things. Like, I predicted what Meghan Markle would wear, what her wedding dress would look like. How? Like white? No. Boat neck. <laughs> uh, plain material. No lace. Okay. Sleeves. You predicted that? Yes, I did. And I was doing press for my shows in Chicago the day before the wedding. And thank God I was on a televised, like, local Chicago show. And I said, this is her second marriage, and she's not going to want anything that looks like Kate's. So no lace. It's not going to be strapless. She's got to be conservative, but it's going to be classy and cool. And it's going to be a boat neck. And plain white. The only thing I was wrong about is I said she will wear a significant piece of jewelry from Princess Diana. And she didn't at the wedding, but she did for the after party where she had the high neck outfit. So I woke up that morning and saw her photo and just was shook. Like I was shaking and I was like, ah, ah, and I was trying to find the clip of me on the whatever it was, Chicago show. And sure enough, so people know. That occasionally I have a gift. Once in a while. Once in a blue while. <laughs> Isn't that just guessing a bunch of yeah. guesses and eventually yeah, one of them landing? that was kind of crazy. You should write romance novels. Yeah. Very creative. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, and then you, you know, you, we talk of relationships or two on, on this podcast. You, right. uh, you were, I read your, you know, Heather's got a, a couple books. I do. You know? And I love that you read my book. I read your, your first, first book. one, which is the, that one's all about dating and everything like from like 20 years ago when I was in high school and college and before I met my husband. So it takes me until I'm about it's a, 30. It's a really good book. Of, Thank you. Uh, about Lots of funny stories. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you were. Before the Ashley eyes of the world, you yes. were kind of the, you were a late bloomer when it can't, comes to having sex. You were a virgin until how long? 27. 27. Wasn't she 27? Were we the, both the same age? I don't. I don't know, but Ar- I, I, I love my that, Ashley eye. Around and, that time. Yes. And it was, and very similar stories we have um, of not being a religious thing, not being that nobody liked us. We were both cute, yeah. knew how to put an outfit together, liked to have a cocktail, liked to dry hump, liked to have a good time. But it was the same thing. Like, oh, I just want to make sure this person's like my boyfriend and I want to be really comfortable with them. But then you get older and older and it gets weirder and weirder. And then people are like, oh, were you molested? Like, what's your fucking weird problem? You know, were you like in a Mormon cult or something? No. And so... Then you start to keep it like a secret. And that's kind of what I had shared in the book is that then like when I was doing theater classes and uh, groundlings and things like that, I never said I was a virgin, but I would like never admit that, you know what I mean? Like I would just kind of keep the convert so no one really knew. I wasn't like, I'm not, you know, shouting it from the rooftops or anything because I realized, oh, this is strange. Well, we all know the best part of my mornings now, um, other than knowing I'm still alive, is uh, Athletic Greens. You love your Athletic Greens. I'm on the Athletic Greens train, too. I had it this morning. It's tasty. It's delicious. It's full of the nutrients and vitamins I need. It's full of probiotics and prebiotics because I'll tell you what. It's not something we talk about enough is our digestive system and we need those things, especially, you know, if you ever have, if you get sick and you take an antibiotic, like you get strep throat or something, yeah, maybe you're, uh, you know, unfortunately you got the clap 
and you had to go in there and, and you know, no big deal, no judgment. Sometimes you just take an antibiotic, but that can fuck up your stomach and you yeah. need to build up the antibiotics, the healthy, natural ones that fight diseases and probiotics are why we, we do that. So Athletic Greens, not only it tastes amazing, they have that stuff in yeah, there too. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm going to my friend's wedding um, this weekend. So I'm taking my travel packs. Mm. So I don't have to skip a day. It's amazing. Athletic Greens takes the guesswork out of everyday good health. Why not just try it? Jump over to athleticgreens.com slash V-I-A-L-L and claim my special offer today. 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Have you had the clap? No. <laughs> what is the clap? I don't know. Is that chlamydia? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or is that like, what is uh, what is the one they would call, like back in the day, they'd call it... Um, the Black Plague? No. Uh, you don't hear about it, but like in old, you watch older movies and they... they um, Elephantitis? No, no, nothing crazy like that. It was just... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Know. They talk about SCDs in old movies? Yeah, no, they would. They would. It was like a more vague term. It's. I think it was just like getting lice or something. Or oh, what crabs. They, crabs. Thank you. Look, when you hear people say that's you got, not an old thing. I had a friend who had it. Crabs that, crawling around in his pubes. Ugh. He got around. He got around. Manscape. Never with me. I tried. <laughs> like, you know, unanswered prayers. Anyways, open fit. Open fit. Uh, Chances are you probably wanted to commit to working out more in the new year. Very popular. But you didn't want to go to the, to the gym. gym. No, well, no, you don't no. have to. You have open fit. You yep. have a phone. You have a tablet. You have a computer. Yeah. You have these things that you can just access. Open fit no right excuses. there. They have all these different types of classes, trainers, uh, professionals. Yep. Uh, they have yoga, bar classes. The list goes on. Yeah, it's I always list. do extend bar with Andrea Rogers because mm. it just like sculpts your body. It's really targeted. So you know you're getting your bang for your buck. And if you travel, like Rochelle's going to a wedding, mm -hmm. she can go get that little bar class in right before she slips into that very beautiful <laughs> gown. Oh, yeah. Open Fit has changed the way we work out. And with my code V-I-A-L-L, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, my listeners get a 14-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text V-I-A-L-L to 505050. Try it for free or your money back. It's entirely risk-free. So what do you have to lose besides the weight? Not much. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and a nutrition guide, totally free for 14 days. Again, just text V-I-A-L-L to 505050, and that's all you got to do. My advice to anyone is uh, no, get laid. Like, don't let it go so long. Yeah. Um, protect yourself, you know, use the pill or definitely a condom. But if you also want to get on the pill just to be extra safe, um, and just knock it out. Knock it out before like 22. If you can, if you're, if you're attracted, you're in that situation and just go, you know what? If I never hear from this dude again, who gives a fuck? Let's just rip this bandaid off and not be Heather McDonald told me like, it's just gets weird. Did you, did you find when you were like in your early twenties and you didn't have sex and you felt like you were 
like, did you feel inexperienced and feel yes, the pressure I about that? I still feel inexperienced. And when you felt in a we, we, <laughs> in the bedroom, you do. We learned something recently on our other podcast. Yes. This, this, uh, and I'm just like coming up with this this term called grooming, where uh, that sounds like a pedophile. Yes. But yeah. yeah. It, it's it's this uncomfortable thing where it sounds like uh, certain guys will like uh, they'll target, if you will. I didn't want any of that. That grosses me out. Just talking not, about it now. You, but like, they no, would, I know. They but there would, would, there like, was one boyfriend when I was nineteen. You know, like, like knew I was a virgin and was like too excited too about excited. it. That's what about de-virginizing, and I broke up with them. Good it right. grossed you. me okay. out. Yeah. Good for you. And like, they, it's apparently like these guys like <laughs> there's this <laughs> power dynamic. This. <laughs> because I was wondering if she right. ever experienced something because of. Did you ever notice certain guys with your? I think kind of after that is when I started to keep it a secret. Good job. Yeah. And then the few people that they were like, what's the deal? Like I've taken you on a bunch of times, bought you some, you know, decent shellfish meals. What's your deal? And then I, um, and then I'd be like, well, the reason is they would be so freaked out that they'd immediately like, I'm out. Oh. I, and I was like, well, that's either a, they didn't really like me enough, but also it's like, they are like so freaked out. They're like, oh my God, you know, the minute I have sex with this girl, like the kind of conceited, like I'm going to be so in love with you. I'm going to be such a weirdo. I'm going to lose my mind or God forbid I get pregnant. I would definitely have the baby because I'm Catholic, you know, like all that kind of shit. So then after a couple times like that, then I really was like, all right. And then the person that I did lose it with was like a guy I had dated briefly in college, met him at a bar one night randomly, post, oh, couple years post-college in Santa Monica, dated, took me on dates. He was cool. He was fun. And one night I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. Nice. And then the next day I call my sister and I go, you've been waiting for this call for 27 years. <laughs> but I never I told him. <laughs> and then we waited like, oh, but we probably like went out like maybe like a few weeks longer than that. And then, and then I kind of did that. What am I to you? And he's like, I don't want a girlfriend. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh my God, I thought this would be so much more traumatic. You know, that the guy I lost my virginity to doesn't want to like hang out with me anymore. But I was like, no, but maybe that's because I was older, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. We yeah. get it. We will from time to time, we'll, you know, get a question or a girl who either she or her friend hasn't and that hasn't hasn't had sex and it becomes this very yes and it just becomes this very Virginia. confusing time for them yeah. do i tell him do i let people know should i tell him is it my responsibility people have all these other and then their friends have opinions whether they should or not and yes. i and i remember like you it's know reading burden, reading your book and yeah. you had you had a strong opinion about like whatever you want to do don't don't feel like you have it's not it isn't a burden and it's not something you have to share and i thought that right. was really yeah it made a lot of sense and something that i thought people in that position might find very helpful yeah it's like I why do you have to really tell judgy and everything yeah you don't have to and you don't have to tell the person that you're losing it to either yeah you don't have herpes you have virginity like there's no like disclosure that you have to have them sign so it's like they don't have to know and they don't have to have that walk around with that gift or that burden for themselves either that they de-virginize no, you, I totally you know? Agree. So it's like... Yeah, and if you want... And I assume fine. there's guys too that are like, shit, I'm, I'm kind of old now and I worry about guys in this day and age because, you know, they more and more, like I've talked to Dr. Drew about this, like, you know, guys, they do so much just by themselves playing on video games, talking to people on video games, and they have, you know, so much porn right at their access. I mean, you could also just buy a sex doll if you have, I mean, like, 
you know, and you need them to go out and be social, you know, like, come on, dudes. Like I'm, I'm raising two sons and I'm like, no, Drake, you are going, my son, I'm like, you are going to, he's 17. And I'm just like, I don't care where you get in, but you're going to college as an 18 year old living in the dorms. Like you have to go and experience that. I think at that age for our family, I'm not saying it's for everybody. He doesn't want to. No, he will. Yeah. He's fine. But I'm saying I actually am like very insistent on it and was with my stepdaughter too. And a lot of people are doing the JC thing now because of it's so expensive. And I think that's fine for your family. I'm just saying my family is late bloomers and they need to get out and be social before I think it could be awkward. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, I was just alone all the time. And then college being in the dorm, it forced me, you know, it's, and it was really hard, but it was good. Yes. I yeah. mean, my, my stepdaughter was really shy and now she's like the life of the party and it was great and she loved it and you know and so i think for but like i said everybody's difference you know some people are like no my kid needs to be home for two more years it's an interesting point how young everybody was they're all so oh everybody's taller than me now except for my stepdaughter she's still smaller than me people people too people you know are are, are more accustomed to getting awkward because of yeah we live in our phones or yes and yeah, whether it's you're, you're sending your kids to college or, or or other things, it's it's good that you're getting them out there and like forcing them to be more social because it's so easy to isolate ourselves these days. I kind of think I wouldn't be surprised if like in the next four or five years we see like a whole nother shift of yeah. like being having to go out and be social and having like more things where people are forced to see you know, more companies and things where you're actually meeting people without getting their whole story before. Like, I think that's really hard that not just the apps, but anything, like even if I wanted to set you up with somebody, you're telling me you wouldn't look up that person, know what their ex-boyfriend looked like, know everything that they did. But if I just said, I have a friend, her name is Jennifer. She's 26. She's um, a junior associate attorney. She went to LMU she is, you know, very attractive, blonde, great body. It loves to hike, you know, doesn't have any pets. <laughs> is that a good- uh, would you like to meet her? And trust me, she's like uh, an L.A. nine. OK, so you'd be like, well, I, you'd still want to see her probably. I, it's funny because that what will happen because I, you know, I'm old enough to to lived in a world where everything wasn't accessible. Right. So there for like a few seconds in that scenario, mm-hmm. I'll be like, eh, interesting. And then I'll be like, wait, just show me her goddamn picture. Like, right. That'll be the thought of like, it's so like, why am I wondering what she looks like? <laughs> just show me what she looks like. But I think that's uh, so hard because I mean, think about when you, when you meet people in person, like at a bar or a party or a Super Bowl party and they come up to you and at first, you know, maybe your eyes didn't lock and you weren't immediately attracted when you walked in the room, but after he makes you chuckle, after you've had two drinks, now you realize you have so much in common, so you give him your number. Like, that's the way it used to work. But now it's like, if you're not attracted to that photo within two seconds, you're like yeah. passing. No, I've 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 hung out with some of my lady friends who are on dating apps. And for fun, I'll be like, just show me what yeah. you're working with here. You know? Yes. Just- it's so fun and, to look at someone and else's thing. she'll go on and you know i'm like Can you mind and like i won't do anything without yes. your permission and and i'm going through and i'm like you know a handsome guy you know yeah. and she's like yeah 
you know, and like I go in, yeah. I'm like, what, ew, what, what is going on? And just the way I've heard some of my f- women friends break down these guys' photos, I'm like, I'm never going on one of these things ever because it's just so, so, cri- oh, you know, well, it's so also, hypercritical. Yes. And it's also like who you like and who you don't, you know, like, um, I just remember I was like in the jacuzzi with my sons. We're just talking like in our backyard about stuff. And somehow my, fr- my best friend comes up who's single and. And she was going dating this like single guy at the country club. It wasn't Chris Harrison. It was a different one. And my sons play golf and everything. And they're like, what happened with that? And I go, um, ugh. he picked her up for a date and he like brought her flowers. And she was just like, ugh, that's it. And my boys were like, what? What? Like, he goes, I'm just so confused. Like, what? What is, how is that? That's what, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, I don't know how. <clears throat> a guy would even know how to what to do i don't know if it, but it wasn't the kind of flowers it was just that she wasn't into him she just doesn't like him she wasn't that into him and then that made her realize he's really into her which then freaks you out yeah yes you know what this is my tip to guys if you really like a girl don't but it's up. not completely <laughs> mutual hold back a little right because you might opposite scare of what you them want off. To do. You might scare them off. How do you know that at first? You know? Um, I don't know. <laughs> right? You know? I guess the girl would be the only one that knows. Yeah. So is your country club like a really happening place? No. It sounds fun. It's not that happening. Do you see Lauren Zima there? She's dating Chris Harrison. Oh, no, I haven't yet. Oh. No. The both times I saw Chris, he was just by himself. Oh, nice. Um, I know it's fun. It's it's but it's it's out in Westlake. I mean, it's very suburban, you know, yeah. very like mostly couples. It's not, yeah. you know, some divorced people, I guess, but it's not like, you know, it's not the city. So do you spend a lot of time uh, talking about dating and women with your sons, Spe- specifically <laughs> your 17 year old? You're very open. You literally have a book about your virginity and losing it. Uh, I've seen your Instagram. You've dressed up your sons in like wigs. My and, younger one. He won't do it him, anymore. And make him reenact the housewife stuff. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> well, so I had to cast some people and no one else was available. <laughs> you're very open. So what's that What's that mother-son conversation? Now, I mean, he's 17. He is, he is a re- ready to get out in the world. And I mean, I my, my son is very cool and has good friends and everything. He does not have a girlfriend. He um, he's social enough. You know what I mean? He's but he's also like he's like kind of like an old, he has, he's like an old soul. I mean, he likes to golf. He he's in this poker group with all these other kids from that area. They started um, meeting at like some of the half burned down houses out there. <laughs> It was like, oh my gosh! And uh, Is that there was a poker thing. Yeah, like it was like they would just go to this. The kid was like, "Let's go to my house because it's like you know, under construction. We can meet oh there." My gosh. And um, so you know, and then he like loves his investment class, so he's actually like buying and selling stocks. Like he'll go to some business school. He's not like a super nerd though. He doesn't. He doesn't like. He's not overly. He's not. He could be a little more ambitious with his grades, but. He likes what he likes, and uh, so no. I mean, of course, I talk about all. I, we talk about all that stuff. We watch so he, shows like that where did, I'd be like, "What do you think of this girl?" And you know, and he he doesn't say anything to mom. 
Oh no, he would no, he'd be like, she's annoying, or oh, she's the best looking one, or oh my god, she's not attractive. So like I know like their type, you know, which is just a very typical cute blonde. I remember early on I knew their type because you know they liked Emily. Remember Emily, the single mom that was blonde? Yeah, so sweet and gorgeous. Yes. Perfect face. Yes, perfect. I'm like, really? Like your mom's a hot brunette, not me. (laughs) That's <laughs> someone that looks like me? No, no. They're, th- yeah, but that, that's the thing. They're probably yes. too young to really know. She's like cut, a Barbie doll. Yeah. 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 His first girlfriend will end up being his type, probably. Probably, yeah. She'll like fuck him up emotionally and, and break his heart, and then he'll Projecting. just for try trying to like replace her for the right. next ten years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, don't right. you think? Probably. I, I mean, it's probably what happened. Hopefully, are yeah. they? So you still go to church? We go to church, yeah, not all the time. Yeah. But no, we, we, we go to Catholic school. The youngest one is still in Catholic school. He wants to go to the Catholic high school, um, the all-boys school, which I'm happy about. My other son goes to the, the public school. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's still a big part of my life, but I travel some weekends. So if I come home, like, I'm not like, oh, I got to go to the 530 mass. I'm not we were the family that like my dad would find the church on vacation and we're like, we have to go to church on vacation. Oh, that's definitely my family. Like really? And I'm like, I will never be that person. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, I go and it goes kind of in waves. Sometimes we have like a cool priest now that's like young and more hip. So that makes a difference too. When you like, kind of like your priest, but joke a lot about obviously Catholic guilt is a real thing. Like how is that affect like your parenting style now that you are still like a part of the church and you go, but do you, I mean, really my parenting style is, I just was like, my goal was always just, I'm going to introduce them to it. And I just want them to have a relationship with God that in times of you know, uh, trauma or sadness that they have a higher person to turn to. Mm-hmm. And I think they have that, have that, you know, and, and I think that's all I wanted because I just remember one time my friend in college that had no religion background at all. She's just like, would hear us talk. And she's like, I don't know the stories. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, Oh, you know, I want them to know the stories, like the Bible stories, whatever the typical ones. And so, um, so with them, I I mostly am like, look, and I say this to anybody, like, you know, there's everybody's good at certain things. You know you are excelling. Like if you're really good at math or you're really a great artist or you're a comedian or whatever, um, you know, pursue those things that, that are your gifts because God gave you those gifts. And if you don't pursue them because you think they're going to be too difficult to attain, I think that's a F you to God. So, like, know what you're good at and be well, grateful that, for Catholic it. Catholic guilt right there. <laughs> yeah, but know what you're, like, figure out what you're good at and, like, no, I, I, and know I, that not everybody can do that. Like, so those are the things that you should pursue, whether it's, like, you're a really good athlete or, you you know, or whatever that is. But So follow your passions. Yeah, and also, but also kind of discover, like, what comes easy to you yeah. is, is a gift. Like, I'm could never be a mechanic. I never wanted to be a stockbroker. I never understood that. Like I, you know, it didn't, it didn't occur, you know, but for a while there, I was like, Oh no, I need like a good corporate job when I get out of USC so that I can pay for myself. And Oh, I'm not going to pursue stand up or acting because it's too hard. And I'm from LA and I'm not going to be a waitress at 27 and da da da. And then when I got out in the real world, I was like, wait a minute, everything is hard. So everything is hard. Yeah. So you should only pursue 
you know, something that's going to get you excited to wake up every day. And there's no guarantees, especially now. I mean, people switch businesses so many times. And in this world, I think you have to just, you know, I think the most important thing is that you're willing to learn new things and adapt and, you know, and accept the changes in whatever industry you're in because your cha- your industry is going to change and all of a sudden it could just be gone. So what else are you going to do now? Yeah. You know, like, okay. And so I think that's kind of what, you know, young people have to realize that like I, I there's no guarantee. Awesome. I think that's great because we do get, we get a ton of people yeah. for whether it's a, a relationship that ends or a, a job they've pursued or something they thought they yeah. were going to do when they were 17. I always, I always kind of joke that in our twenties, we try to live up to their, the expectations we set to our, our for ourselves when we're 15. Yeah. It's like, we don't know anything about life, but we've decided to plan our life. And then when we're in our twenties, we try to, accomplish those goals based off of you know nothing but people feel like once they hit a certain age like mid-20s that they can't take new on new risks or new adventures or if things didn't work out in their early 20s and they almost never do right (laughs) you know right they they feel like they have to just accept that that world that they've made for themselves yeah and it is it, it seems almost insane when we say it like that, but it yeah. is very scary. And a lot of people don't, you know, take the next step or take that risk or. Well, I also uh, think that's a smart way to do it is if you're at a job that's like has insurance and is paying your bills, but it's really not creatively fulfilling to you. Um, I would say stay in that job. Do not let the people know that you're not happy. Okay. But there's so much that you could do, do on yeah. the side. You could take, you know, yeah, you could take a class. If you really want to be a bar method instructor, so take that at night and get that cer- certification, certificate, whatever you call it, certificate, What you know, while you're keeping your steady job. Like, don't just chuck it all one day and, like, move home to your parents' house. Like, be smart because you are not 18 anymore. Things, yeah. 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 But know that there are so many other options, but kind of have a plan and be smart about it, you know, um, and protect yourself and know that having that regular paycheck is really wonderful too. Yeah. You don't have to keep it forever, but like be smart about your move. And um, yeah. Think- and if you are unhappy in a job and you're not ready to leave it, keep your mouth shut. Have you say this from personal experience? From personal experience, but from all their friends' experiences and everything, you know, like don't start walking around with another miserable person to get coffee with and start yeah. feeding off yes, of each you other. Don't do that. Come right. in with a smile. If they bring you in and go, you don't seem happy, go, oh my gosh, that's completely not true because they're getting you to try to quit. Yeah. So it'd be like, no, that's not true. Oh my God, I'm, I was just going to come in and say that I wanted to take on this new challenge or whatever. Like, Know that human resources is not your friend. Yeah. Also not your friend, campus police. Okay? Not your friend. Um, so if something bad happens, oh, you God. don't go to the it's campus so police, sad. you go to real police. Yeah. Okay. Um, so also police and detectives are not your friends either. Oh. So I've watched enough dateline to know that. Who is you don't have friend? to talk to anybody. Never. Yourself. Yourself and, and, you a, and a good lawyer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those are the things. But when you're thinking like about a relationship breaking up too, I think people also have to, if the relationship breaks up and it was bad and it was a harmful relationship, you got to be grateful that that toxic relationship is gone. But if you're sad and it was a good relationship, it just didn't last, you got to be grateful for that too. Because you're like, well, now I know 
what a relationship is like with a partner who actually like respects me, makes plans, was fun, you know, was sweet, you know. So now like I can build from that. Like I don't only have shitty ones because I mean, only one if that if you die with that person is considered successful, like right, that's you know, what Nick always says. And I think there's many, but I think there's many other successful ones. Like, and I think even marriages that end, you could go, yeah, it didn't last forever, but it was successful for these reasons: the kids, the business we built, this, that, whatever, you know. So, and same thing when you're just dating someone for like a few months. Like, what did you learn from that person? Or you went outside your comfort zone, or you did date someone that wasn't your typical dude or girl. So now you could go okay like um, i can kind of open my horizons a little change change is scary but yeah you, you, the, the maximum number of relationships you'll ever have that won't fail is yeah it's <laughs> the most are you dating anyone now what no <laughs> no oh keeping a keeping a tight uh yeah lid on that one he is i don't know you know I wanted to ask you, Heather, yes. because you're so like outspoken and you're so funny. And a lot of times men are like weird around yeah. that. And but you found such a, a great partner for you who lets you shine and lets you be successful in what you do best. You have any advice for how to find that if you're not, you know, well, you're definitely the matriarch of your family, wouldn't you say? Yes. But I mean, Peter is very um He's very like macho in a lot of ways too, which is hard. And, um, but you know, what was great about when I met my husband is that when I was growing up and I saw female comedians, I knew I wanted to do that. But I thought to myself, who, what man would ever want to marry a female comic? Is that a fear? That was a no, fear of mine. I don't yeah. think it exists as much as it does now, thank God. But I really did, like, I'd watch like, evening any you know mm -hmm. any evening at the improv type of thing and i'd see who the female comics were yeah. and it was like they were so sharing so much about their life which mm -hmm. is like the opposite of what you're supposed to do when you attract a man you know you know like all of that and so and i knew i always wanted to be a wife and mother like you know a lot that was something i always wanted like as a little kid and everything i knew that and so i was like oh that'll be but then once I got out of school and I finally, you know, after pushing down my dreams was like, no, nope, this is a nephew to God. I got to pursue it. And then I got so fulfilled, like pursuing my dreams and I could still date people and, and all that. But I was also like, well, you know, I'll have a baby on my own. Then <laughs> like, I'll just kind of like, whatever. Oh, I, you, I just you gave kinda, it up. almost. I was sort of just like, what, a, you know, Hey, what happens happens. And I'd either get like a guy that was either super excited about the fact that I was a stand up like too into it right. or maybe wanted to do it himself. Right. <laughs> Every guy wants to do it. Or Can I get, I get some notes? Or I'd get the guy that was like, um, well, wait a minute. How long are you going to do this for? Mm -hmm. Like what you're just, you're just going to these clubs and you're waiting in line and you're not making any money. And how many commercial auditions have you gone on since I've known you and you haven't booked one. So anybody like that, I was like, see, ya, I, you know? Yeah. And, um, so Peter wasn't in the business and he just was like, oh, this is cool and this is fine. And and then, you know, throughout our years together, before I started writing Producer Chelsea lately, like there are lots of highs and lows. One year I'd get, we'd have health insurance. One year I wouldn't, you know, like, and, you know, he had his career and I'd go out on all these auditions. I'd have to drive in the, you know, 10 at night all the way to Hollywood to pick up the script, 
Because, you know, they wouldn't like, didn't, couldn't send it on a PDF file and read the script and get all cute and pay for a coach and go out for these things, which I never got. And he never was like, well, really? Wow. You know, you didn't get that, you know? So, um, it's great. So it was, it was good, you know, and now it's like, now there's a different dynamic in that we, you know, I started doing this podcast and then it really took off uh, thanks to him, like really helping to like management and learn it and understand it more than because at the time when I started agents were like do whatever you want what you're gonna do a pot like they didn't even want they weren't even trying to be part of the contract you know now of course they're like well let me know when your thing is up (laughs) and we can help you I'm like oh you can help me so that you can get you know this amount for the next year and a half yeah like so so he was good (laughs) at like negotiating and reading contracts when nobody else desired to do so so then we came together and uh, but it's it's a challenge to work with your spouse it's something i promised i would never do because my parents were realtors together that's right they were. Yeah. and they began working together when i was about eight oh. so that was like you know 18 years into the marriage very similar to my situation i mean that part is freaking me out because i bought the house next door to my parents my husband is turning very, he has like a full head of hair, but it's turning very gray, which my dad had a full head of gray hair till the day he died at 88. And um, I have like my mom's personality and is more creative and disorganized. And he's like the one that's like, you know, got all the ducks in a row. And, you know, I, I have to go, this is getting weird. Like this is, we have to so it's it's a lot of ups and downs of like okay wait you know and what's kind of cool is that now my son my older son especially drake is becoming such his own person that he lightens it up you know like he sees what we're doing and then he'll make fun of it and then he'll just be like how's that sound quality like act like my husband or whatever and so we just try to you know keep it going but it's a you know it's a challenge there are definitely moments as i get older where i'll do something even if it's a subtle action yeah by myself scratch my head or just say something and i'll have this like oh my god i remind me of my dad <laughs> and like those commercials i don't know like it's in some yes, insurance yes, commercial, you turn it, or you say little sayings or whatever like i will like, be like remember <gasps> the squeaky wheel gets the oil which is a great saying <laughs> and that means like speak up and ask for what you want yeah. nobody else is gonna yeah. give you the oil unless they hear from you you know yeah. and that's like such an old expression that my mom Said it, which I will tell my kids all the time, you know? Yeah. But it, it, it's a weird feeling when you do something and you so much yeah. remind you, like you see your your parents through you. And it's right. like, you, there's a point in your life where you start doing that. And like when you're a kid, you just, you see your parents so differently. They're just, they're so aliens. Yeah, yeah. And you're, <laughs> you know, like yeah. they're just, they're like king and queens or like they're just so different. And then you get older and you're just like, you look in your, the mirror and you see your parents. It's a yeah. weird feeling. It's, right. it's super weird. Um, uh, so when you're saying that, telling that yeah. story, it's just like, yeah, I know you're. you're but that's awesome. About. You found someone to be like your cheerleader. You know what I mean? And that, no, it's really that's great. probably part of the reason you're so successful. But it's got to be a challenge. Always being around them. It is. Uh, so you know, like, well, next week I'll be gone. So thank God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's when you, I'll be in D.C., everybody, woo! at the City when Winery. You, I think I still have a couple tickets left oh, Friday, fun. February 7th and 8th at the City Winery DC um, in D.C. And my sorority sister is from SC. One's coming from South Carolina. The other one lives there. One's oh. coming from Manhattan Beach. And one is coming from Phoenix. How and fun. we're all hanging out all weekend. And I'm getting like a late flight on Sunday so we can like have a boozy brunch in Georgetown. Amazing. So like I do, you know, I do have this great fun out- outlet that, you know, a lot of mothers my age don't have and reasons for friends to meet me or my sister to join me or or even when I just go alone. I It's so fun to do stand up and meet my juicy scoopers and, you know, and just be alone in a hotel room watching Bravo all day. I mean, I like sometimes I, I walk around the city and shop if there's like a good, better sales tax in California. But that's like the first thing I ask, like, hey, do you have Bravo? Yes, we do. And then I'm like, what's the sales tax? And they're like 5%. I'm like, all right, let me plan on shopping a little. <laughs> but if it's like nine and nine, I'm like, nah, all right. I'll just lay around in my room all day. I don't need to give you guys the business. That's that's great. I mean, it sounds it sounds like you, the it, it, well. The highlight is coming right. to do your show next. Really, truly. Well, you got a loving husband who supports you, and you have the life to, to take a break. Yeah. And then in the meantime, you can try to get on my Instagram. Exactly. That's another goal in life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, before I cool. let you go, we play uh, this game called "Do You Know Me." Okay. Uh, are you familiar with this game? No, probably not. Uh, it's a wonderful game. Uh, we try to get to know our guests by asking random questions that okay. Rochelle picks. Um, All right. And don't answer right away. Like think to your head. Okay. I'll, I'll ask the question. Okay. Rochelle and, Rochelle and I are going to debate. Who knows? And then we'll guess which one it is, and then okay. you let us know who knows you better at the end. Oh, okay. So you guys are competing against one another. Yeah. Got it. I always you. lose. I audi- okay. I audi- our audience okay. will, you know, they'll play along. It's a great, uh, It's a you, know, you should get it for your family. I think I should. Okay. You should be great. No, for there's your, so many questions about sex. It'd be great for your sons. No. Yes. No. It'd be great. Yes. Okay. You could take these sex questions out. Like, They're all sex. Uh, these are great questions for like how to get to know someone. Okay. You know, your son's right. dating in college. You bust out the game and, you know. I love it. Anyways, I think it would be great for anyone over 18. Got it. Yeah. For question number one. You ready? Would Heather rather give up social media over giving up television? Great first question, Michelle. I know, Michelle. she loves television. Great But question. social media... Uh, I think she would give up social media over television because she loves it so much. I think she is, uh, other than a mother and a loving wife, she's a businesswoman. That's a good point. And while she loves TV, social media is part of her business. And I think she would reluctantly give up TV. What's the answer? Nick is correct. Oh, darn it. Also because with social media and everything, it is so entertaining because people post articles, so you end up reading you, things. Pretty, and, yeah, you know, like basically, I mean, just like playing on, you know, yeah, and seeing comments and stuff like that. So uh, you you will get some things about the TV that you're missing yeah. on social media. That's a good point. Okay, That's a yeah, good, good call. Television's dying, anyways. <laughs> Question number two. Oh, yeah, and feel free to end it. You know. Sure. Explain your answers. Okay. Well, I think I did, but you did. Okay. Or if there's an anecdotal story, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You did. You did such a. Okay. Has Heather ever been walked in on while having sex? No. Yes. yes. If you have three kids around, yes. My my parents have eleven kids, and to my knowledge, none of us 
have I walked in on them. Nick. So what's the answer? I'm, I'm going to say no. Yes. Um, the answer is no. Oh. Because we have a lock on the door. Oh. And we would lock the door uh, when they were younger. And um, and I do remember my younger son like trying to get in the in the room, like in like a morning type of a situation, sure. like get fed. And I remember him banging on the door. He's like, open this door, woman. And it just was he said so this? funny. Yes. <laughs> and then I remember another time it was like right after. And That's I was great. just like in my bed. So I just like pulled up my stuff and my clothes was like to the left, you know, on the ground. Right. And my stepdaughter walked in and she looked at the clothes on the ground and like saw that like, she's like, why don't you have your pajamas on? <laughs> and I was just, I mean, just the whore shame. And I was like, oh, I just got really hot last night. And she's like, Sure you did. Oh, Jesus. how old Gross. was she? She was probably like twelve. Okay. Or 11. How old was your son when he did? Oh, he was like four. He was hilarious. Oh, uh, so you he know? probably won't. Re- no, he, he wouldn't know what was going on. He just was like, "Why is this door locked, woman?" So you know. Funny. No, yeah. it'd be kind of funny if he was old enough to remember saying that, and then later in life be like, "Yeah, we." Yeah, yeah. You never remember that time. <laughs> but my parents, my parents again, the same way. Oh. They'd be, they'd lock the door, and uh, you know, and it lots I would always just walk right in there and I'd have to walk in there in the morning and be like I need to check for this cheerleading uniform or whatever and then there'd be times when it was locked and I was like I remember I said to my mom I'm like mom you still get your period you're pushing 50 are you what are you doing to protect yourself because I am not taking care of like you, you know that. a child that's not right that you didn't Jeez. yeah I was literally like get your shit together woman and she'd be like leave me alone stop it stop and then finally she was like okay your dad had a vasectomy after you I'm like well thank god I've been worried for six months <laughs> the virgin speaking I can't wait Hilarious. to I can't wait to uh your your son's lecture you and Peter on your sex life. Mom, I know you still get your period. What are you guys doing? <laughs> How old was your stepdaughter when you guys got married? Oh, she was, um, it's the juiciest story ever. You got oh. read the book. Um, no, he impregnated her mom like the weekend before we met and wasn't aware that she was pregnant. Oh, damn. Right out of a Lifetime movie. Oh, damn. Yeah, I yeah, gotta read the book. Pretty good. So she's been in our lives. Oh, Yeah. And she's a delight. Aww. She is a delight. Oh, you met her. No. no. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a good girl. Uh, question number three. Is Heather wearing shoes that cost more than $200? No. And I won't be hurt by their answer. I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm going to simply say no. You seem like a fancy woman, but also like... Thrifty. You pride yourself say, on looking good. I'm gonna say yes. If you can't see them, she's wearing leopard nice. pumps. They're very gorgeous. Cute. The bottoms. Okay, but I'm gonna say no. You're right because they're, they're Michael Kors. Oh, which is not this Definitely Michael best. Kors. Like there's the fancy Michael Kors. Yeah, this Michael Kors. It, I mean, I want to say these are, bucks. they're not 50, no. but they're like maybe like 127 or one. So I don't remember what they chew. were when I bought them, it's but they're chew. very cute it's and very comfortable. Nice. I have ones that are more expensive and stuff, but, um, you know, I kind of stopped doing that. Like Good those really you. like expensive high yield ones. Cause they're so, but I will spend a lot like on the Stuart Weitzman boots oh. because I have the skinny legs and yes. only Stuart Weitzman has the skinny leg. Oh, all the other like cheaper boots have bigger legged and it and looks like two little sticks. Yeah. So it doesn't, I have to, that's where I have to spend the money, but regular pumps and stuff. I think there's so many brands that are like so cute yeah. that you don't have to spend that much on. 
You gotta, everyone has to look on YouTube better shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they look wonderful. Thank you. Did you get that one right too? Did you say? No, she no got I got everyone wrong. I got wrong. everyone wrong and I'm okay with it. That's fine. That's wonderful. Had right Heather <laughs> eaten SpaghettiOs as an adult? No. Yes, because two boys, you know she's cooking them SpaghettiOs and then just scooping it into a bowl. So you're saying, so she has been 18 or older, I guess. Yeah. No. No. Ah. That is just. I'm not like a health freak, but that That's was gross. And I think I got it for them once thinking they would like it. And they were like, ew. <laughs> and I certainly, I didn't really, I never got in the habit of like eating the kid crap food. Oh, that's Which good. a lot of people do because they're making their, their kid a sandwich or whatever. I just, I just never got into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good for you. Does Heather. Yes. Weigh within five pounds of their driver's license photo. Mm. I have to check. Hold on. I just so I'm almost like do for a new phone. Oh, it doesn't ever have much to get a new one. For yeah, we have California to get new ID? ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes, just because you look great and whatever that. Yeah, I think yes. You are toit. Wait, where is the weight on this? Why can't I find it? Oh, here we go. Within five pounds? Within five pounds. Okay, what was the answer? We said, we both said yes. Yes. Oh, yes. nice. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm just like say the nicest thing possible, but also, yeah, well, you look it makes great. sense. Yeah. But who knows? But I mean, who knows? I mean, there was a time when it was off. I mean, there was yeah. a time when it was like, I mean, right now, I don't care. I'll say, you know, I, right down here, it's like 133. But I remember the year, the time before this. It was 127. Uh huh. And it was, I've not seen under 130 <laughs> for many years. Right. I don't you're, really how have tall, any desire tall, to. Yeah, she's small. Yeah. You're teeny. I'm like, like, I'm five. I just got, I just went to join a gym. So they, they had to measure me and everything. I'm five, eight in like, wow. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. That, that's but I mean, there was, you know, there was time, I don't know, like that. I said that. It right. Not, it you're, may not like have been true yeah, when I put, said like, it. The smallest yeah. Like, so, the, yeah. The, the takeaway is Heather's looking great. Yeah. Sure. Total great shape. Mm -hmm. uh, was Heather ever suspended from school? Absolutely not. She was a virgin in the school. Virgin. She was a rule follower. Yeah, I'm going to say no, too. No. Yeah. Yeah. Never, ever. At, before... I the did get in trouble. Yes. The most trouble I ever got was like half of my senior class at my all-girl Catholic high school planned a teeping of the boys' school, which was Crespi. And, and it was really like the really smart, like nerd girls that put it together. And I was like in, I was, you know, I was like in the more like not super smart honor classes, but like fun group. And so when it happened, our school was so pissed about it because we really did damage, you know, and they brought us in. But none of the girls that organized it, they brought the ones that they thought had must have put it together, which was my group of friends. Oh. And I remember the um, the the principal was like, what am I supposed to do tonight? I have to go to elementary schools and say, become Louisville, become a woman, put tampons on your brother's school because we we put like tampons we hung them all over the trees like christmas ornaments and we we took the um the pads that had the yeah. wings and we slapped them all over the vending machines nice. and all this shit nice. and uh so so i got in trouble for that you didn't even do it but not like a suspension never never a suspension wow last question yes does heather have any hidden piercings no 
Hmm. How many are on your ear? One? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine there would be more. Absolutely. Absolutely not. I have a clitoris. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I have no piercings other than the two in my ears, and I have no tattoos. Wow. It's funny. You're a rule breaker in stand-up, you know what yeah. I mean? But then very conservative the rest of your life. Yeah. There was a time I thought about getting a tattoo. Oh. For like a, a minute, which I'm so glad I didn't, yeah. which was going to be like a crescent moon for my sorority. Thing. Yeah. And a lot of girls were doing that. And I was like, mm. and then. Way to, way to stick that one out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I do like in the tattoo world? I do like when people have just those small writing ones like on their inner arm, guys and girls. I've that thought. That mean something. Like, I think those are pretty. I think they look good with outfits. I might someday yeah. just get like 15 tattoos at once. At once? No. Well, part because it's Oh, like, you would look good with tattoos. I, I, I like tattoos on other I, uh, people. I just yeah. have never had about a it. reason to put one on Well, that's me, the same so. thing. Is I've yeah. thought about it, and it's just like, I don't have any, like... Significant thing that you want to And then keep. I didn't want to do it just because. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a couple times I thought about it, mostly because I just want to look a little more dangerous. Yeah, yes. you would look cool. Uh, but... I, you know, with my large family, I want to have uh, tattoos that remind me of each right. of my family members. Yeah. And so, and it's it would be like, for example, I have one. I I would get a bumblebee, uh, and because my one brother, when I was in the sixth grade, was attacked by a, a beehive, and at the time it was kind of a scary day. Where like my girl. He was yeah, and he was fine, but like it reminds me of my brother Jacob, and so it's right. just like a. It's just a, a small story that remind you know, and it was a kind of like anytime something scary happens with a sibling, it's always kind of like you, you appreciate them that much more. Just stuff that right that yeah. fear of losing. I mean, there's them. some people that do just like in like are really into tattoos, and it's like actually really beautiful, like art and spaces, yeah. and it's people. And then there's other people that do the simple things that really do mean something. Like oh, it's their dad's handwriting, and he's passed. You know, and it was. You know, yeah, and they so, got and that it, done. Things like that, I think, are really cool. And it would but, be, and they would yeah. all be kind of small. It wouldn't be like yeah. this big work. It wouldn't get like this giant bumblebee. It would just be like this. You're not going to be sleeved in bumblebees. No, it, <laughs> you know, and so they're they would a bunch of yeah. a bunch of little things that random yeah. that wouldn't necessary wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't think that it means something about a certain thing. Yeah, but then you ask, and then there's a story I'm only, there. I'm only judgmental when someone doesn't have good artwork. Or I'm it's like, just like some tribal thing that they don't really know. I, I don't what know. It is. Sometimes you see them and they're like, they're just not good tattoos. And you're like, really? Yeah. Like, come on. What did you save $5? Like, I mean, come on. Like, get it. If you're going to do it, like, yeah. yeah, make sure you, just like a plastic surgeon, if you're going to do it, go to someone who's good and specializes in that. Yeah. Well. Indeed. On that note, final yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, Heather, thanks so much for uh, coming on. It's Thank always you. fun to see you. Yes, it I, was. I know that we've talked about your podcast and you are on tour. Uh, and yes. obviously, everything Instagram's at Heather very McDonald. important to you. So, how can, we, how can people find you? Everything at HeatherMcDonald.net. I have uh, lots of dates coming up. Um, up th yeah, This weekend will be DC. And then I'm going to be in San Antonio February 14th and 15th. I've got Palm Beach uh, March 6th, 7th, and 8th. And I've got Cobbs in San Francisco March 20th and 21st. But everything is still on sale. And then I add to it. So follow me on Instagram. I do wonderful videos, creative, funny stuff. I'm worth your time at Heather McDonald. Right. <laughs> what a pitch. <laughs>
she's a pro. Uh, no, really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks. And thanks, guys, as always, for listening. Uh, don't forget to give us five stars if you have the time. Uh, what else? Sending your questions at asknickatcastmedia.com, cast with a K. And we will see you on Monday.